Are you there? Yep. Okay, great. We're going to start in five, four, three, two, one. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Divination Station with me, Laura. Uh, This is a really exciting episode because it's the first episode where I have a special guest and that guest is my brother, Sam. So Sam, introduce yourself. Hey folks, I'm Sam, Laura's brother. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think we made that pretty clear, but okay. I don't know what else to say, (laughs) Sam. Um, So Sam's coming on to the podcast today so we can talk about all things spirituality, particularly astral travel, astral astral projection. Um, What else are we talking about? Spiritual awakenings, the universal energy. Yeah, so that'll be pretty interesting to hear about Sam's experiences. So how about you tell us, first of all, Sam, what does spirituality mean to you? Hmm. What does spirituality mean to me? I don't know. I don't think it actually means anything like religion, like you see on the movies and in reality and that. I just reckon spirituality is more like a um, becoming aware of the universe that you're living in and not the facade that you've grown up with, so to speak, so that you understand things like quantum physics and shit like that and you sort of have a clearer understanding of the way the world actually works in that and you can sort of manipulate it to work in your favor if you if you train yourself and it's sort of to me that's that's sort of spirituality there because it's like it actually gives you something to believe in other than some clown in the sky it's actually like you've got all the power to that might be a bit offensive to those who. Oh, I mean, I don't mean some clown in the sky. I just mean I was just using that as a as a facade. Like, yeah. <laughs> any any god. A dude with a beard. Yes, and so you know, I'm not saying that spirituality isn't that in religion, but it's just like a lesser degree, in my opinion. To me, it's sort of like you've got full like grasp of your spirituality and your um, I don't know, path. And yeah, mm. that's what I think it is. Cool. Yeah, for me, it's the same. It's like similar. It's um, it's just becoming more awake to what life really is all about. I suppose like it's easy to go on believing that you know it's just humanity and we're all that's out there. Earth is occupied by intelligent life, and then you know people believe that other planets don't have any life on them and aliens don't exist and blah 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 but I feel though it's more like for me in my little world it's it makes more sense that there would be aliens than if there wasn't because how would it be possible that in all of the universes and all the different galaxies and whatever going on around us we are the only thing that exists like it just doesn't make any sense and I think it would make more sense to believe, yeah, that it's actually we are just one small part of a humongous picture and that there's a whole lot of life going on outside in the universe and we can't explain it, but it just makes more sense than the fact that it's only humans, it's only animals on Earth and that's it. Like, that just, for me, that just would not make any sense, would it? Mm, I see. Well, I was sort of thinking about that. And I used to think maybe 
like maybe the reason we can't see anything on Saturn or Jupiter or any of the planets except for the gases and whatever um, I used to think that maybe it was because we were sitting here on Earth on the frequency that we are as humans and dogs and rabbits and whatever else and the only re the reason we can't detect any of this life or like other realms of you know um, energetic existence is because we are like we've been specifically placed on this plane of frequency to experience life and on another higher frequency we wouldn't be able to be on the physical plane at all and so wouldn't be able to experience touch and taste and whatever and so yeah, yeah so pretty much we can't see onto the planets which I think are the physical vessels that house those lifestyles at a higher energetic vibration if you understand like sort of like when you imagine going to heaven instead of heaven you're actually transferring your your personal essence into Saturn or Jupiter or whatever planet and that whole planet mm. is in the same solar system and we're all receiving energy from the same Sun but because mm. we're on different frequencies and different planets and all this shit and obviously you can tolerate different conditions on different planets because you're in a different form you, yeah you know that's what I'm saying so we probably can't yeah. detect shit over there because as far as we can see the design has been systematically set up so that you just can't interact with each realm and it's all happening in the same place but mm. energetic vibrations and that so you can tap into them and feel them but you can't really see them with your physical vessel and the yeah. tapping in is actually that's temporarily elevating yourself upwards that's what i think but i used to think that but i'm not sure what to think about that anymore i still have that in well it makes sense in a way because if you say like when they say that there can't be any life on any other planets because there is no water or there is no whatever that we have here on earth that provides the perfect environment for you know uh life well how do we know that life on other planets isn't just yeah like a whole different way you know where us as humans you know we're a meat suit we're like this body with bones and skin and flesh and whatever we need water and we need sun and blah 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 but what if other planets you know they just have different life that doesn't require the same sort of properties that we require and maybe you know I hear that in a lot of podcasts and things I listen to and from my experience um I feel that there is you know light beings who are just literally just an energy of light like that's it like they don't have a physical body but they still are very highly intelligent and very capable of thinking and creating and whatever they whatever we do here basically they can do except with different um i guess resources um and they're made up of different stuff it's hard to wrap your head around because it's something that we've never seen before but it's it's just how it is i think and even if it's not in our solar system specifically i think that you know they say there's multiple universes and multiple galaxies like you can't even imagine how broad space is like what is space it's just this open black nothingness but it's got these little planets and these little stars and then what you know it goes out beyond our reach like we can't even see how far it goes and so who are we to say that there's no life outside of our planet you know and I'm not just talking about aliens I'm talking about well I suppose even we are aliens technically 
but I'm talking about just, you know, spirit guides and your angels and your higher self and all that sort of thing. Like it's simultaneously going on right now. Like the past, present and future is going on right now because time doesn't exist in the universe. It, it's an earthy thing and it might be, it might exist on other planets, but as a general rule, time does not exist. So it really is just going on right now. And we can actually project ourselves to the past, present, future. We can project ourselves to other realities, you know, that are going on. And it's really quite interesting to think about because people don't know this stuff unless they have become awake, awakened. Um, I wanna know about your spiritual awakening. So tell me about yours. Hmm. Well, I don't really know. I didn't really pay attention to it at the start. I, um, I don't know. I just got really depressed and shit and I just was not feeling good for a long time. And uh, yeah, somehow or another, I was like, fuck, I've got to get something sorted. Like I had to find a purpose for being in that. And somehow or another, I came across a chick called Esther Hicks. And I was like, what the hell is this? Like, it just showed up in my YouTube feed, in amongst all the music videos and pop culture boulder dash that I normally checked out. There was this random video from a chick called um, Abraham Hicks, actually. But it was actually a woman called Esther, and she reckons that she can channel some some dude. Like, a, a, it's actually like a spiritual, like a energetic being sort of thing at a higher frequency and at first i thought what the hell but i just wanted to check it out to get my mind off whatever else and so i just sat there listening to her podcast sort of things for hours and days and weeks like not obsessively like here and there i'd watch them whatever and um yeah over time i was like it took a long time for it to actually sink in and make sense for the rest of the time for like i don't know two three weeks or something i was like I didn't believe a word she was saying. I just like, thought it was funny to listen to, but I sort of liked the message that she was actually trying to convey. But anyway, I got deeper into it and actually started to make sense of what she was saying. And essentially she just said, you were designed, like you set up your life before you were born because you came from a higher um, energetic plane or whatever and you've chosen the body that you're in you've chosen all this stuff that's going to happen to you in your life and the reason for that was so that you your sample of energy from source energy which makes up every human your sample was sent here to sample this experience and so all the shit that you don't like all the crap that happens to you all the good stuff like all the sensations you experience like eating food and patting a dog fucking your bitch whatever you want like, your bitch. I mean, having you know, sex, what, he means having sex, guys. Experiencing life, and you know, and that's what you were sent here to do. And you're also here, sent here to like, um, I don't know, deal with issues and that, like crises and that. Like, you weren't sent here to have a holiday, but you can make it yeah. as far as you want with your mindset. Like, you can choose which version of the experience you get but you were still sent here to deal with these scenarios and you were supposed to learn something or you were supposed to experience something for whatever reason. And so that's essentially what she's preaching. But she usually talks about how you can use your mind and manipulate the quantum field or something like that to get things that you want out of reality. But the, pro- mm-hmm. the process 
a lot easier than it seems and so everybody's sitting there trying to do these steps on YouTube that that, that people suggest and make a big thing out of it when really it's such a simple basic process that the second you put effort into it you focus too hard on it and start to worry about things but all you're supposed to do is get to a state of neutrality and think about something that you need or want or whatever don't put any effort into it at all just sort of keep it on the peripheral of your mind when you're thinking about other things but just appreciate that the thought is there and then stop thinking about it altogether and then focus on something else completely don't even think about whether it's coming or not and then to your surprise later on that day or sometime soon you usually stumble across whatever it was and it's a true like i don't know if it's a real thing or just a major coincidence but since i've discovered that which they call the law of attraction i was i'm starting to change my whole mindset on life because i'm trying to speak. i was skeptical i'm skeptical about a lot of things but at the time i was like i have to have something to believe in you know there's nothing else here for me so i checked out this and it gave me drive to test the theory and i was like I've got to think about this and see if it actually works because what have I got to lose really no one's going to know that I'm sitting here changing my thought process for the better and even if they do what are they going to say congratulations you're not depressed which is exactly what it would do as soon as you can understand that you can change your whole life with your thoughts any sort of mental issues that you might have unless they're severe like mine was pretty severe I thought but it wasn't as deep seated or seated as I thought it was so I was able to get over it better but um anyway the point I'm trying to make without waffling is that you can sort of uh sort of reset your mind's priority list in your emotional state I mean and so things that used to depress you or freak or worry you out didn't matter because now you're the you're like you're in the driving seat of your experience and you finally understand that you are the one who pours the emotional energy into manifesting this shit experience that you're having by stewing on it and if yeah. you keep rejecting that you keep rejecting that idea for weeks or months or years and some people never understand which is a real shame but when you do wake up and understand that because you are the one who's pouring your thoughts and your energy into this experience and worrying about all the things that could happen you'd got it's just pouring energy into the field and getting it showing to you in reality so it's easier just mm. to get about that shit completely ignore it and just focus on where you are now not worry about where you were or where you could have been if else but just where you are now and how you can get to where you want to be and it's quite a liberating feeling so Yeah, you sound like actually you if I wasn't if I didn't know any better, I would say it sounds like you have done a life coaching course because that's exactly what they talk about. You know, they I know you haven't done a life coaching course, but you know, it sounds like it because and I think life coaching is a very spiritual practice because it incorporates, you know, neurolinguistic programming and hypnosis and I mean, no one would pay for it, no one would buy it if they thought, you know, it was ran by these woo-woo people who just want to help you become more spiritually awakened. but actually it's a very spiritual practice you know because it's using exactly what you just said 
that reticular activation system in your brain, that that law of attraction to get the life that you want. And that's simply by just changing the way you think about experiences. If you have an experience, it's not the experience that causes you to feel shit it's the way you think about the experience it's the thought you give it the energy put into it the emotion and the feelings that come along with that experience some people might take an experience and make it like oh that was the shittest thing that could have ever happened to me and i Mm. hate my life blah 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 and Mm. someone else who's more aware of their thoughts will have the exact same experience but they don't have those thoughts and therefore it doesn't affect them in the same way and they can actually you know continue living their life happily and pleasantly but it's all about the energy you put into that experience and the feeling that you attach to it and that's what you know coaching you know I in my practice I can help you um I can help reprogram your mind to let go of that feeling associated with the experience and replace it with a more empowering one and that's basically what you know you just said it's crazy because you haven't even done a life coaching course no i haven't actually but i suppose i was sort of life coaching myself but that's only because i was looking into this stuff for a long time and i Mm. didn't actually process or understand what i was looking at it was literally just a distraction and the information must have seeped into my subconscious somehow and eventually it made sense but if you make an intention to actually understand this Mm. you don't know what you're doing youtube and all all of the answers and so does heaps of people life coaching will definitely help with actually dealing with life scenarios and that and yeah yeah well what i I was gonna say what was that sorry no you go well i got my um i decided to look up the videos on my own but i didn't actually get anybody to convert the information that i was getting which was just raw information about the process itself and not actually getting explained how you can actually use it i mean they did explain it in a basic way but some of it, they didn't explain it personally to me i understand yeah. it took a lot longer to pick it up but i reckon life coaching would help out with um making it more direct and actually being able yeah, to it's more it. personal more personalized to the individual who's experiencing whatever it is for them and yeah. it allows them to sort of um yeah change their beliefs and their values around every aspect of their life that they're not happy with and then they can work towards the outcomes that they actually want and it's really cool and it's just it's very spiritual because it's all about the law of attraction and the energies around us like what we think is what we get you know if you're thinking negative you're going to get negative if you're thinking positive you're going to get positive because you're focusing on if you're focusing on all the shit that's going on that's all you see that's what the reticular activation system's job is it is to focus and to keep giving back what it thinks that you want because the subconscious mind doesn't understand the difference between positives and negatives it doesn't know when you say i don't want this i don't want to I don't want to be fat. It doesn't hear, I don't want. It just hears fat. So it thinks, oh yeah, she wants fat. I'll give her fat. You know, I'll make her attracted to every donut she sees, you know? And that's how the reticular activation system works. And the more you focus on something that you don't want, it just keeps, you can just keep showing up in your life. It's just like, you know, if you were to buy a car, and I use this example all the time, but it's true. If you were, actually, I'm going to use a different example. For example, when I was pregnant, 
I noticed everyone else who was pregnant or who had a baby. I was just all of a sudden there were pregnant people everywhere, all around me, all the time. Every time I went up the street, there was a pregnant woman. I didn't notice these pregnant women before I was pregnant, but because I was also pregnant, I was focusing so much energy on being pregnant. It's all I could see. It was just attracting to me. And it's the same with, you know, financial gain. If you think about how wealthy you are, even if you're not, you know, just pretend you are. I'm so wealthy. It's all about, you know, um, affirmations, positive affirmations that make your unconscious mind believe that you have something, even if you don't. And then you'll start to see that it'll start attracting and manifesting in your life. And it sounds really far-fetched. I remember when I first heard about this, I was like, as if, you know, Justin was trying to tell me that if I, because I used to want a smaller nose, if I actually believe that my nose is small, it will be small. And I was like, no, it won't. That's just crazy. And I don't know, that's a physical thing. So I don't think, I don't know if you can change your physical appearances unless it's losing weight or something. But basically, I don't notice how big my nose is anymore because I don't think about it. I like, maybe it's still big, but I don't care because I don't think about it. I don't focus on it. I don't notice it in photos. I don't notice it when I'm standing in the mirror. Whereas I used to just look at that and nothing else. I would look at everything on my face and think I'm hideous because of this freaking big nose I've got. But now I don't give it that energy. And now I don't think it's big. Other people might, but I don't care what other people think. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's all about what I think, you know. And that's just the same as like, yeah, the law of attraction. If you want something, focus on it and focus on it like you've already got it. Not like you could have it. Just pretend like you've got it and you will get it. It's just how it works. And I know it sounds ridiculous, but it is. Well, do you know what I found? I've been trying to win a great deal of money a lot lately and I still haven't won a great deal of money. But <laughs> I... um. I've noticed because I'm aware of this whole process and shit now, I have actually, I don't pay attention to things that I need or want. I kind of just think, fuck, I wish I had this spanner here. I wish I had a screwdriver. Fuck, I wish the mailman would drop off my parcel, whatever it is. And then I just not even think about it. I'd like, because I'd be distracted, it would be a passing thought in amongst a lot of other Mm. passing thoughts. And I found another way to train yourself to bring things to the front of your mind without actually deliberately making the effort to think about it. And so putting Mm. too much thought into it is to just write a stupid list on a piece of paper somewhere and just start with something, just write a a grocery list or something to get your fingers used to writing and then slowly incorporate a list of um, things you have to do or things that you'd want to, like a, a list of things that you need to purchase or achieve to get these things done. And just don't give it any more attention or grandeur than that. Just write a stupid little list. I need a tennis ball for my dog because blah, blah, blah. I need a spanner for my car, 10 mil because someone borrowed it blah 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 blah. write all this crap down and even if you just like read it once and then do something else like make a coffee make dinner call your mate do something else completely forget about it entirely and then funnily enough all most of the stuff on the list has a funny way of showing up even if it's got no reason to be there normally like i've actually gotten a tennis ball before i was thinking about how i wanted a bright pink tennis ball for rusty and I didn't get a bright pink one. It was just a regular green one, but it was close enough. Like it was like, I never come across clean, bright tennis balls. Never, they're always dirty and gross and, you know, old. This one was like sitting there waiting and I'm like, what the hell is this? And um, 
yeah, it was in my backyard actually. I don't know how it got there. Maybe a child brought it around or something. But for some reason, for no reason that I knew of, there was a tennis ball there. Mm. Fuck. And a lot. Yeah, and that happens to me all the time. Does that happen a lot to you? Yes, it happens all the time. It's happening like every day now. Like it's bizarre how much it happens. I'm not even phased. I don't even think, what the fuck was that? I just go with it and now yeah. then because I'm yeah. so much more relaxed about it things just happen yeah. even more and frequently and I'm more aware so I'm attuned and it's, it's crazy it's, it's like a great way to be when, yeah it's like when people want a relationship like people will be like you know single for years and they want a relationship they're really lonely they want to be with someone and they're focusing so much time on dating all these people and trying to get a relationship and it's usually not until they realize you know what's the point I'm just gonna let it happen when it happens that it just all of a sudden happens like without trying without effort someone will walk into your life and that's the person you're meant to be with forever and even with having a baby like I remember when we started trying having a baby I was obsessed I could not wait to get pregnant I was thinking about it all the time I was taking pregnancy tests all the time every month and if it, you know, came up with only one line, I'd be squinting at it, holding it under the light for over an hour, just trying to see if there was like another line hidden there. And it was so annoying because I was obsessed. I could not stop thinking about it. And it wasn't until like five months after no pregnancy, I thought, fuck this, like I'm sick of feeling disappointed. I'm just gonna let it happen when it happens. Literally a week after having that decision, making that decision, I was pregnant. You know, and it that was before I was even, you know, spiritual. So I had no idea I had manifested that by just letting it go and putting it out in the universe, letting them know what I want, but just like letting it go. And I know they say the more like I sounds like I'm contradicting what I just said about how you focus on what you focus on is what you get. But if you're focusing on it in a negative way because you don't have it, like I was focusing on what I didn't have rather than I what I wanted. So I kept focusing on, oh, I'm, why aren't I pregnant? Why is everyone else getting pregnant so easily and I'm not, blah, blah, blah. And then that's just manifesting me not getting pregnant, you know? And it wasn't until I just calmed down, let it happen. I'm going to be pregnant when the time is right. You know, the universe has plans for me. I didn't say that at the time, I didn't realise, but now I know, like, that's how it works. And I'm sure a lot of women could agree with that. Like, it's as soon as you stop thinking about it, it happens generally. Um, not for everyone, but, you know, for the most part. And the I universe hasn't got people. shit planned for you, lady. You're the one who uses the universe to get what you want. That's how it goes. Because when okay. people start, the universe, like, it's there as a tool to get you what you want sort of thing. But it's not like... Yeah it controls you and you've got a destiny because that's a cool thing to think about but when people get into that mind frame like I used to do that and then I was like wow I was waiting for something to happen like for a divine thing to pop in my way and control things and I got a lot of signs like numbers and things like that a lot of numbers when I first fell down this rabbit hole it actually way before this I noticed the number 34 showing up everywhere and it was months and months and months after it was popping up literally every time I got a receipt or like looked at the clock or something, it was always 34 minutes or 34 seconds or 34 degrees or 34 address, 34 everywhere. And finally I took enough, like I noticed enough, I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? And then it, finally I looked into it and um, yeah, apparently you have to add those two numbers together and they give you some kind of energetic thing. 
And I checked out that. I don't remember what it was, but it put me down. It's numerology, if anyone's wondering. Numerology. Yes, they call it numerology, but I didn't know what any of that energetic vibration stuff was. But I got a lot of information for um, for everything that I've got now that helps me do all this stuff that I'm talking about. Um, I'm not successful in any way. I don't want to make it seem like I am. I'm just getting a lot of awesome little things along the way. Um, well, what is it? What even is success, though? Like, actually, because, I'm quite like, successful now. I think of it. I've got to stop saying I'm not successful. I reckon I'm pretty successful, but I'm not gloating. I just like, yeah, you're manifesting. I'm grateful I am. So I thought I'd better say you're manifesting unsuccessfulness. I wasn't even thinking about manifesting anything. I literally just didn't want to seem like I'm whinging about only having else. <laughs> I'm very grateful in that regard. I just mean, you know, it's not as easy as I'm trying to make it sound. It's actually takes a long time to get the balance but eventually you find oh, yeah. once you've got the balance life just sort of has a funny way of helping you around like you're putting together a car in your porch on your own in your backyard on your own and then suddenly someone comes up and happens to be able to hand you the tools right as you need them every time and it's that yeah. kind of convenience is what you would like in this too in my experience yeah it happens so often where i manifest something like okay i'm gonna tell you the first time i realized okay because i only just started I'll tell you about my spiritual awakening in a moment. Like I've touched on it, but I haven't got in depth. Um, but I'm going to, like in my previous episodes, um, I'm going to tell you about the first thing that um, really stood out to me that I kind of manifested. So when I had my spiritual awakening and I was like all excited about it, I'd be going to Justin, my partner, for those who don't know, I'd be saying to Justin, Oh my God, Justin, I just heard this podcast about manifestation. Did you know this? Blah, blah, blah. If you believe in this, if you ask the universe to show you something, like you might see it pop up in your life. And he was like, yes, Laura, like I've known about this stuff for ages. I told you this years ago. And I was like, oh yeah. (laughs) And I was just so excited. I wanted to share it with him. And he's like, yeah. So he's like, what you got to do, you've got to ask for something specific so that you can see that it's real. Like you got to ask the universe or your higher self or your spirit guides or whoever um, for a specific sign if you want a sign, okay, for example. And I was like, okay, give me an example. And he said, ask for something really random that is unlikely to happen. And if it does, you're like, well. So he's like, for example, ask to see a single strawberry laying on the ground in a random place. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll do that. So, you know, I just thought... Show me a single strawberry that's just randomly laying on the ground in some random place. And it took about two weeks. Like I was literally, okay, it was around the time of Charlotte's second birthday, our niece, if anyone's wondering. Um, I was like at her party. I saw strawberries on the table and I thought, oh, yeah, someone will drop a strawberry on the ground and that will be my sign. <laughs> it never happened. So I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe this shit isn't real after all. Anyway, two weeks or something passed and we were just randomly one day um, camping um, in lawn and all of a sudden I was at the park with Lila and we were playing on the playground and there was literally one single strawberry laying on the ground under the slide by itself and I just was like whoa Justin there's a strawberry on the ground over there a single strawberry and he had forgotten what you know he'd forgotten all about it so he was just like what do you mean with so and I was like no you don't understand it's the universe I'm so excited (laughs) and I don't know I took it as a sign because I was playing with Lila I was camping with my family it was like a sign that hey 
good job you're spending a lot of time with family you're being really grounded right now you, you know you're not on your phone you're, you're camping at the beach and you know yeah it's just it's showing me when the time is right you know if you're looking out for the signs and you're not doing anything really you know major in your life like as if it's going to just pop up but if you're doing something and it's like okay yes you're on the right path i'm going to show you the sign now you know showing you what's important in life and what you should be doing what you should be focusing your energy on it's not going to show me the strawberry if i'm sitting there scrolling on my phone or you know doing something unproductive it's it's showing me the signs when it's necessary and to say yes you're doing a good job you're on the right track you know yeah yeah (laughs) are you still there (laughs) yeah i'm still here um yeah so my spiritual awakening i'll go into that quickly now um basically because when you said that you had your deep depression and that's sort of when you started going through that spiritual awakening yourself um it's so interesting you say that because you sort of said that you didn't you didn't go seeking the awakening you didn't go seeking anything spiritual you just were scrolling around on youtube trying to find a song or something and then it all of a sudden just came up and that's how it works it's like it knows when you need it and it comes exactly that's the point i was trying to make but i didn't realize at the time but that's exactly what happened i didn't need it until i did and then it just shook up and it made so my other weird videos and and when you said that you know you were going through a deep depression and stuff it's so interesting because they say that with a spiritual awakening it often comes at a time of really difficult situations like you might have the loss of a friend or a loved one or you might have a breakup or you might lose your job or something might happen or you might you know be going through COVID-19 and it's just stressful who knows like apparently a lot of people woke up to their spiritual side during COVID because, you know, it's it's usually when someone's going through such a crisis and they sort of have like this hopelessness about them that the universe says, okay, this person needs to see what life really is about and I'm going to show it to them. This is the time, you know. It's when we're at our lowest point generally. Yeah. Now that- for me, I can't say it was anything major for me. It wasn't like I had any sort of traumatic experience i've i've experienced trauma in my life many times and i have never had an awakening but then one day i just i've told this story on the podcast before that one day i was just in a crystal shop and i bought a box of crystals i opened it up when i got home and all of a sudden i just had this desire to get more and to learn more about spirituality and you know all that sort of stuff but at the time when that happened, I haven't mentioned this, I was like going through a little bit of a midlife crisis, a quarter life crisis, I'm only 28, but quarter life crisis, I felt very confused about everything in my life. I was confused about, um, you know, my relationship with Justin, Not nothing against him, he's perfect, he's great. It was just, I was confused because I was very, you know, I was I was fucking confused about everything in my life. Like, why am I so unhappy? Why am I so miserable? What's going on? Is it my relationship? Is it that I'm a mum? Is it that is it my job? Is it my friends? I don't know. Like, what's going on with me? I'm feeling really down. I was crying a lot, but I couldn't explain it because there was nothing triggering it. I mean, maybe COVID because I was like home a lot and kind of bored. But other than that, it was like nothing. But yeah I just couldn't explain why I felt so shit and that's when I sort of you know I bought the crystals and 
whatever. And I, you know, started looking into spirituality. I don't even know how I came across it. I think it was like an email, a subscription that just came up in my email that I hadn't even remembered subscribing to. And it was like this website called Lona Wolf. And I was like, what's Lona Wolf? I click on it and it's like a test that you can take to find out how spiritual you are, how, um, you know, I didn't even subscribe to this thing. So I was like, why is it in my email list? But for some reason I was drawn to opening it and then I clicked on it and went into the website and there were all these different tests you could take about how spiritual you are and, you know, what's your spirit animal and where you're at with your, you know, spiritual development. And I took all these tests and I found that I'm actually really spiritual and that, um, you know, I, I found out that, I have these clairvoyant, clairaudient, claircognizant abilities. And that was over time. It took me a while to figure that out. But basically I figured that out by listening to podcasts and listening to other people's experiences in clairvoyance and stuff. And I thought, you know, my whole life I thought, you know, clairvoyant people can literally see a physical ghost or something sitting in front of them and they're talking to them like you would with a normal person, except maybe they're a little bit more see-through, transparent looking. That's how I envisioned clairvoyance for years. Mm. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, people are telling how they perceive clairvoyance and they say it's just like a fleeting image that comes into their mind's eye where they just see an image of a face or a person or they'll hear a name in their thoughts like it won't be like someone whispering in their ear it will be like you know it will just come to their mind without them thinking it and it's just like you could almost mistake it as your own thoughts but it's actually not it's your intuitive thoughts Mm. and I realized, holy shit, this has been happening to me my whole life and I've just been shrugging it off as just a fleeting thought, you know, and I was just mind blown. And then I started to like Google, you know, um, all sorts of stuff about psychic abilities and mediumship. And it really came to me that I am capable of this. And so is everybody. And it really blew my dick off. I was like, what the hell? Because you know, you kind of look at these people like these clairvoyants and stuff and these psychics and mediums and you think, holy shit, these people are like weird, like in a good way. I wish I could do that. They're magic. Everyone's capable of it. And the more I learn, the more I understand how come, because we've got these um, like crystals in our brain. It's really interesting. Like literally like little crystals, um, of magnetite is that how you say it magna magnetite it's like a magnetic sort of mineral crystal and we've got heaps of them in our little in our brains tiny little ones and apparently they work as like a satellite like they can receive information um from the universe and it's like a electronic sort of magnet thing that draws in energy and draws in knowledge and whatever so if someone's trying to communicate with you from the afterlife or you know your higher self or your spirit guide well your pineal gland yeah that's part of it but there's also all these other ones apparently in your brain as well that are just like literally like um yeah like satellites or what do you call them like antennas or something (laughs) antennas where you can receive information (laughs) and it's just crazy because like we don't learn this stuff in school we don't understand it it feels some it feels like some real harry potter shit right here but it actually is and you know i'm not saying it's gospel don't believe everything i say take everything i say with a grain of salt but it's you know it makes sense like why else do we have 
the ability to speak so fluently we have all these different languages we're so intelligent we can build skyscrapers we can build airplanes we can freaking fly we can go to space in a rocket so what the hell kind of you know how did we evolve so intelligently from apes while every other species is still the same you know lions are still as intelligent as they were when humans evolved you know rabbits are still intelligent you know they're the same amount of intelligence but humans have evolved to a point where it's like unbelievable like how did we evolve so quickly and everything else stayed the same and the answer to that is simple go into fucking netflix type in ancient aliens and watch episode i think it's episode one it's like aliens and humanity or whatever and I watched it last night and it made so much sense. It was basically talking about how aliens, and again, take this with a grain of salt, but this is just what I heard. Mm. Aliens came to Earth because they wanted, um, I think they wanted the gold because something to do with the gold was important for their planet. And they knew that Earth had gold and they came here, but they found that mining it was too difficult um, and time consuming. So they decided that it would be easier for... Um, them to create someone else to do it for them basically and they had the ability to do that so they came here they genetically modified you know they bred their own genetics with apes and then the apes evolved into humans and now humans like how did we lose our fur so quickly if we were apes like how come we're you know furless you know it's just it's so crazy to think about but do your research guys because honestly it makes more sense than just oh yeah we evolved from apes over time like we've only been here for what like how long has it been Fourteen thousand years or something no fuck i don't even know it's longer than that i'm pretty sure well anyway we haven't been here that long so evolution takes a fucking long time so to go from just being an ape supposedly to being this intelligent being that came here all of a sudden and just fucked the planet kind of makes you think well hang on a minute what's going on here and yeah that's why we're built in with these like really intelligent abilities like psychic awareness and mediumship because we're not from here i don't believe like we have been put here for a purpose and that purpose was originally to mine gold now they've realized that we've fucked the planet up we've actually we're like a cancer in the short time we've been here, we've fucked so much shit mm. that they've now had to send star seeds here to replace to repair the damage and to get us back on a good frequency, you know. Um, but that's this is just my understanding of it. Please remember, do your own research. But yeah, absolutely, there's some really questionable theories out there, and the more I learn about it, the more it makes sense. It makes more sense to me. That there are aliens than if there are not aliens and it makes more sense to me that we have been genetically modified with apes than we've just naturally evolved from apes into humans who can build skyscrapers and fucking airplanes and all that sort of stuff like we are too intelligent to just be from an animal that is also you know like we see all the other animals and how come they're the same how come they haven't changed? How come they're not as intelligent as humans when well, time has passed? What? Like time has still passed here on Earth 
and humans have evolved significantly but every other animal has stayed the same like how do you explain that uh they reckon that um octopuses at the deep ocean are um sort of starting to develop themselves like human i mean totally different from human form but they're doing really smart things like there was a video on youtube of an octopus and it knew that it had a big trek ahead of it and it might not come across shelter anytime soon and so it grabbed the old shell of the like a sea mollusk or some shit i don't know something it would fit in and um because they can fit into anything because they can just squeeze all this shit into like an inch wide hole anyway so they grabbed this shell and carried it for miles until they set up camp somewhere but i didn't notice that that was what was a big deal but the dude on the video said the fact that an animal in the ocean or anywhere for that matter knew that it would need shelter later it had the mental capacity for forethought and to be prepared so it's showing mm. that what the hell i just glanced at my phone for the first time four 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 yeah four 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 at exactly that second and that shouldn't be going on interesting what did you just look so at it too then yeah that's why i knew what you were gonna say what the fuck how weird is that for singleton that's what that yeah wow well, this is the universe works now can i just ask sorry to interrupt um the podcast but are you talking into the phone because it's sounding a little blurrier than it was before oh how's that a little bit better um yeah sorry about that um so yeah it's it's interesting like what you said about the octopus is that 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 movie that documentary on netflix um my friend the octopus or whatever it is i'm not sure i I saw it on um youtube this video but it might be there might be something about the same thing on netflix and i'm not saying that animals aren't dumb absolutely not i know that animals are intelligent pigs can freaking do puzzles that a three-year-old could do like there are videos all over the internet of animals doing some really amazing things that you wouldn't expect them to be able to do but i'm not i'm talking about like the fact that we can build cities like look at next time you go anywhere next time you go say to a shopping center or yeah like a big mall have a look at the architecture have a look at every little detail how perfectly fucking created everything has been and just think wow an animal evolved to create this like how when you know monkeys and stuff like the monkeys that we supposedly evolved from they're still doing the same stuff you know they're still out there being monkeys yeah that's because it was a genetic separation like they's they were the host that um whose genes were manipulated or changed in it in whatever way and we broke off from that family tree like we're a branch but the monkey so do you agree or disagree that we have well aliens in some way i don't know like it's a pretty weird thing to say but it's cool though (laughs) it's cool it's a cool theory I can't see what I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying this is what I've heard and it makes sense to me. Like it really does. Yeah, it does make sense. If you want to learn more about this, guys, go to Ancient Aliens on Netflix, watch all the episodes and it kind of just like blows your dick off how like, I don't know, for me, and that's what I was going to say about my spiritual awakening also was, you know how you mentioned that it took a bit of time and you kind of just watched that person on youtube because you know you thought it was a bit funny like what she was saying you couldn't believe it blah 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 and then eventually you realized okay this actually feels like it's resonating yes for me it was the opposite it was the actual opposite as soon as i heard 
the first thing about, I don't even know what it was that I first started learning about, but everything that I was learning made more sense to me than anything else that I've heard in my life. Like I just knew it was right in my heart. Like I'm not saying it is right because maybe it's not, but based on what I feel and I believe to be true, I 120,000% felt like, okay, finally things are starting to make sense. Like my whole life I've questioned, that doesn't make sense. Like, you know, you see those pictures of us evolving from apes and you just think, yeah, but you know, how come? Like why, why did we lose our fur? Like when we need it, you know, the, the seasons get cold, you know, yeah, we learn how to build fucking shelter and stuff, but still, we still, even now we still need to be warm, you know, we're still clothing ourselves and wearing blankets to bed because we have no fur. Yeah, no, that's what's really dust, weird about but... humans. We sort of developed the capacity for self-awareness and we actually, like animals have got society and they've got law and order and shit. Like in a pack of dogs and that, like a wild pack of dogs, if one unjustly kills another, they'll sort of gang up and be like, fuck this. This cunt's got to pay. Or I don't know if it's dogs or something else, but there's a there's a pack of animals out there that have got law and order and they kill and imprison each other and shit. And it's not like humanity does it, but it's sort of the animal equivalent of the same thing. Yeah, and yeah. so, yeah, animals have got like their own social hierarchy and shit. And um, I forgot what I was saying that actually. It was What was I talking about? <laughs> I'm lost. I don't know. Something about animals having hierarchy and they have like a law and order. Yeah, but there was a reason I was saying that though, like something to do with, oh, humans have become self-aware, like dogs and shit don't care if they're sitting there taking a shit in the yard or something and fucking all their men are watching, but humans, you know. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like I said the other day, I was watching a bunch of seagulls, like a seagull got a fucking, like a chip or something, and then all the seagulls were just ravaging, like fighting over this one chip. And I thought, imagine if humans acted that way. Imagine if we were just walking down the street and we saw a guy with a hamburger and we just, like, started attacking him, trying to take his hamburger. Like, you just wouldn't do it. And animals just just don't have that intelligence or that compassion that humans do where they are like, oh, no, you have the last chip. You have the last hamburger. Like I don't know if it's compassion or self-restraint. Sometimes it'd be compassion. I mean, it's self-restraint, it's self-restraint, but why do we have that? If we're animals, like monkeys would fight over a banana, you know, why don't we? Because Because we fucking aren't monkeys, we're we're aliens, we're more intelligent, we've come from somewhere different and they've, you know, we've evolved into this very complex being that, you know, it just doesn't make sense. And look at the world, look at what we've done to the world. Wait, I've got a theory. I think that humanity's purpose has always been, like there wasn't actually somebody in the sky making a particular plan, but I think the way the universe would have set itself up to systematically unfold the way it is, is to have a planet that harbors life and to create a species such as humans who eventually develop themselves and their mental capacity to the point where they can build robots and shit. So not only do humans interact because energy is from the universe remember in robots humans or otherwise and so the universe's plan if there had any at all or the way it was set up to unfurl whatever the fuck you want to say if that was the case then humans will evolve enough to build ai and shit which we're doing right now 
Now, this wasn't my theory that I created. I saw it somewhere else, and there's a lot of shit that corroborates this sort of thinking. And so, it's pretty true in my mind, in my reality, that humans were placed here somehow to develop AI so we could not only experience reality for ourselves and feed the universe the information of information of it experiencing itself but also create something that can withstand space and that and get off the rock and go and hum- the universe only needed humanity to make something and a, a host planet for it to like get all the raw materials and shit to do it and then eventually mm-hmm. humanity would die off or become the subservient species or at least not the domineering species of the planet anymore yeah. and then ai would yeah. come in and not necessarily terminate everything like in the movies but they would be the dominant thing they would be self-aware because let's let's be real about how advanced that shit is getting now like it's like mm. my phone can tell and then they'll about. start farming humans for meat <laughs> and eating us yeah, no i don't think that's sort of <laughs> Pay thing back for all those farm animals. maybe they'll get all the teenagers and that to line up in a row and then uh, scrape out the um oil from their faces and shit and use it for robot lubricants and shit they'll find a way to enslave humanity blackheads and shit but anyway and And then the ai would somehow figure out a way to get off this planet altogether which we've already sorted out for them and then they'd just piss off into the universe and spread their shit everywhere and they'd know how to set up more robot colonization machines and just print out the more robots and shit and then the universe could just experience itself through that physical body mm, you know that's what that i think sense. that's what i think from all the shit that i've seen on my fucked up youtube theory things like. god i hope not so then what happens to humans probably nothing i don't see them going out of their way to kill us like why would they but maybe they everybody's concerned because it seems like they have because these... we're a cancer and no offense i love humans i love all my friends and family and i love all the children and all the people that are nice but they let's think about it like look at how fucked up the world is because of humans like what have we done to the actual earth and the oceans and like the air pollution you think about it we're really just a cancer like not because we want to be because we you know we're selfish we create things that are contributing to making the planet unhealthy like we're really just like, a cancer you know what laura kate you're right you are a piece of shit, <laughs> <laughs> nah. a piece of shit. no but seriously like i mean i don't want to die and i don't want humanity to be wiped out but i'm just saying like imagine how much healthier the earth would be if humanity didn't exist uh, i'll put you your know, mind at ease and let you know right now that scientists pretty much think that in the lifespan of earth which is pretty fucking long, humanity will probably wipe itself out and even if it doesn't, we'll eventually come to an end somehow, like go extinct one way or the other. Yeah, I, that doesn't really put my mind in And ease. then, yeah, I know, it's not going to end anything today, but, but if you're caring about how the planet will turn out in the future, after humanity's gone and shit, um, the planet will just continue on and it'll heal itself because look what happened to China and all these fucked up countries and cities with all that smog and shit when corona came in and all that did was put people on their asses for a couple of months imagine what would happen to the world in like 10 years if humanity was just not here 
So, mm. yeah, the planet will recover, they reckon, unless we fuck it up. But I'm not worried about the planet. I want humanity to exist. I just want humanity to live in harmony and be more thoughtful and mindful about how they treat the earth and how they treat each other and how they treat animals because humanity isn't the problem. It's, it's you know... It's not the individual, it's the collective. And if we don't make change as a collective, you know, global warming and all that sort of thing. Triple five is talking about change, which is the number for change. That's pretty weird. (laughs) Well, anyway, so, yeah, if we don't make any change, then it's just going to, yeah, wipe out. But the thing is, I don't want it to wipe out. You're not putting my mind at ease by saying that. You're like, I'll put your mind at ease. I'll put your mind at ease unless you know that the greater planet and all the whales and all that will still get on. Unless we... Yeah, well, that does put my... And you know what? If that is the case, Sam, I can accept that because I 100% believe that, and, you know, this is not just my belief, this is what I hear from so many different sources, is that we are here, like I said, as a sort of like, we, yeah, like you mentioned earlier that we sign some sort of soul contract before we come to Earth. Our soul comes here to experience life on Earth, to gain knowledge and wisdom, and that wisdom after death is then given to the collective soul to help raise the vibration of the universe as a whole. So if we think about it like that, even if humanity is wiped out, it doesn't really matter because that's just a small experience for us. That's just part of it for us. Exactly. It's a stepping stone. So humanity and Earth and all that shit I was saying earlier about the planets and that, because I was thinking about the universe. I was really thinking a lot about all this shit that we're talking about now and Earth and all this shit. And then I was like, one day the sun is supposed to supernova and engulf Earth and take it what the hell was the point why would the universe waste its time making this place for all us humans blah 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 blah. and then i thought unless this whole entire because the universe is only supposed to be able to support life for like one ten millionth of a percent or something of its overall existence and yeah and earth is only supposed to support life for like one ten millionth or something of its existence or something i don't know what the actual numbers are it's something outrageous. And so it makes me think, the thing I was saying about the planets and all that shit earlier was that um, maybe this whole thing is a testing ground, like somewhere to put us for now. And yes, this whole universe that we're experiencing, which is why we can't detect any other life, is because Earth is literally the only place with life because the whole entire universe is just one little conduit to funnel our source energy and experience one pocket and then you die and then everybody like the universe has experienced enough of this physical realm that it no longer needs the fucking planet or humanity or any of that shit AI or anything and so it just decides fuck it supernova time I don't need this old TV set from this cancelled show I'm gonna get rid of it and make something else and then BAM maybe the universe will just disintegrate and or maybe it'll stay here and then we'll just get transferred to a different one. But that was another thing. That was sort of branching off the same theory I was talking about earlier. So that's pretty interesting. 
Wait, is that your theory or have you? I heard can't really remember. I'm pretty sure I've made it up out of segments of different <laughs> shit that I saw. Or maybe I heard it somewhere. Yeah. I don't want to make it sound like I'm some genius that creates all this shit. I heard it somewhere. No, you're allowed to have like you're allowed to channel something if that's what. Yeah, you're well, then maybe that's what I was doing. That could be a thing. Well, I was actually going like, to say people people know this stuff because someone channels it from somewhere and then they share their knowledge. It doesn't mean it's true, but it means that they you know it's their perspective and that means that you know it could be it's a possibility who knows hopefully not that sounds terrible but also I mean, what well i mean it just sounds kind of no, but no at all because humans will actually be dead like we'll all die our natural deaths and humanity will just die off altogether but what about our kids i don't want my kids to die everybody's everyone's going to die that's another thing about this universe because everything my theory yeah we signed a my theory about the sides the shape of the universe is that it's actually like a disc or a circle or something and the fucking um time and all that shit just goes around 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 because look at atoms and all that and the natural shape of everything when it settles like it's like a circle or something everything sort of even though there's chaos in reality like leaves all over the gardens and shit like that there's an order inside that chaos like the way cells and shit are all arranged and on the quantum level like i was talking about earlier everything's so orderly and like you know circular so and the way that you look at um sunshine reflecting on rain droplets and then you get a rainbow and if it wasn't so close to the horizon you'd get a a perfect sphere like a circle like a disc and everything seems to take that circular shape in one way or another and i'm not talking about like waves and shit interacting with each other to make hexagons and shit i'm talking about like the natural shape when it's not being impacted by anything is always circular the bubbles the most convenient shape for the molecules to arrange themselves is in a circle instead of a sphere uh, instead of a dot how amazing of bubbles like i literally was just blowing bubbles today with lila and i had the exact same thought that you just sort of said that how well i said it how amazing are bubbles like when you really think about it why are they circle shaped why are they colorful why this why that like what are they and even though there's something so simple, they blow my dick off every time I see a bubble. I'm like, that is cool. Yeah, bubbles are pretty mad, actually. I need to think about, <laughs> think about them more. They're very time. spiritual, aren't they? No, but no sometimes okay, you can just have fun fucking grammar shit. So we said we'd come on here to talk about astral projection and astral travel. So um, let's quickly touch on that before we wrap up. What do you think about astral travel, astral projection, all that sort of thing? Um, I don't know. I was going to say earlier, but I forgot about this whole stream of conversation. Um, I remember several times, like during growing up and teenage years and that, and not any time recently that I can recall, but maybe that I had these crazy fucked up dreams that were based completely in the real world. Like there was no fiction going on. There was no tea or any of this shit. Like it was real and I could feel my mattress. I felt everything. It was like I was awake. And then I was like, somehow, I don't remember floating or anything, but somehow I remember being at the roof and like facing my body and looking at it. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't care about it, actually. I was indifferent about the whole thing. That was what was so weird. It felt like a normal, like I knew what I was doing. Like I'm jumping in the pool, swimming, and I'm aware that I'm swimming instead of just waking up in a body of water. Like, what the fuck? Like I knew. 
but I wasn't aware that I knew, but somehow I was at ease about it. And so I didn't think about it, but that happened heaps of times. And I'm like, maybe that was some kind of astral projection or some kind of... Yeah, that is. That's the start of it. It's an out-of-body experience. And they say once you get past that initial fear of like, well, you said you didn't have any fear, but... It's me. I, I thought the it was a dream. Now I'm aware of it. I'll probably be scared as. <laughs> yeah, I've been. To- I've told this story on the podcast before, so people who've listened to that episode about out of body experiences will know that I had a very, very similar experience. What the hell? I didn't even know that. that. I haven't even listened to your podcast. This is my first time. I swear to God. Yeah, I know. It's weird because, like, I floated outside of my body and I was crawling along the ceiling and I was thinking, "What the hell?" Everything was the same as it was before. I actually fell asleep and I thought I was awake I was just laying there looking up at the ceiling looking around the room and then I started floating I'm like what the fuck what is happening like what on earth is going on and it wasn't until I got to the ceiling and I was touching it and it felt really cold under my hands and it was really hard and it just felt so real um I thought hang on how is this happening what is going on so I turned my head to look down and there was my body laying there staring at me like a creep and I was like ah what the so I automatically just freaked out. Like you said that you felt very casual, but for me it was the opposite. This was a long time ago. I'd feel very casual if it happened now. Um, but at the time I was just like, this is crazy. Fell back into my body and then woke up immediately. And I was just like, whoa. And I immediately messaged my friend because she also has had experiences like that. And she's like, oh my God, you just had an out-of-body experience. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> but that was around the same time I'd started doing Ouija boards and um the Ouija board kind of I'm not gonna blame the Ouija board but I am secretly gonna blame it um that I started having sleep paralysis after I started using the Ouija board because I didn't put protections around myself and you know now I'm more aware I'm spiritually aware that when you're doing a Ouija board and I'm not recommending it for anyone who hasn't done any research but basically you need to protect yourself you need to have your auric field protected with a bright white healing light that's going to keep any negative energies out but I didn't do that I was just inviting any old Tom Dick or Harry and I was like is anyone in the room is there, any is there anyone up in the space right now yeah, like literally inviting everyone in and without meaning to. Like I obviously didn't want to invite negative energies, but I just didn't have the resources or knowledge at the time to protect myself and put my boundaries up. So, yeah, I feel like I invited something in and I was having sleep paralysis where I would wake up and feel like there was someone sitting on my chest strangling me, digging their fingernails into my throat. Like I'm not even joking. It was fucked. Like I, I could not sleep half the time because I was just so scared to fall asleep in case this would happen. And it was happening like all the time, like three times a week at least. And it wasn't until, I don't even know, I think I moved house and it sort of stopped. But, oh yeah, I remember that yeah, place. Yeah, the house that I did the Ouija board in was completely haunted. I'm not even joking. Like it was crazy, and I don't even know where I was going with that. But basically, oh yeah. So the after the out of body experience was around that time, like not long after that. And I thought, oh maybe that's something to do with it. I'm not sure. Maybe I've opened some sort of spiritual door that you know things are happening to me that never used to happen. And even right now, as I'm talking, I've got this loud ringing sound in my ears my room looks like a hologram because and i'm not on any drugs guys i'm literally just sitting here enjoying a glass of red wine it's my first glass so it's nothing to do with that but i literally have got ever since yesterday specifically um sam i don't know if you know about this did i tell you about my hypnosis gone wrong no 
Uh, well, I'll tell it again. Basically, I've put an episode on the podcast, so if you want to go back and listen, but I'll quickly touch on it. Um, I was doing a life coaching session with someone and like they were coaching me um, from my college. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're doing a, a hypnosis and I was sitting on my chair at my desk and she started hypnotizing me. And within literally about a minute, she got to like, she did the whole, your feet are relaxed, your legs are relaxed, blah, 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 all the way up to my head. And when I got to my head, I felt so fucking relaxed. I've never felt so relaxed in my entire life. I felt like I did not even have a body. I felt like I was literally just a piece of air floating around. And all of a sudden my body felt really, really, really sick, really dizzy. Like it was just, I just felt like absolute shit. And then all of a sudden I can't remember anything. I can't remember anything. I wake up, I'm on the floor with a glass of water tipped over me because I've knocked it on myself when I fell. I've fallen off the chair, woken up, my ears are ringing, my eyes are all fuzzy, everything's blurry, everything looks like black and like really hard to see and I'm squinting and what the fuck's going on? Where am I? What's happening? I don't even remember like what time it is or it had felt like literally an hour or more had passed and I, it took a minute to realize what was going on. And then I looked around and I thought, oh, I'm in my room. Like, oh, what's happened? Like, I don't even know. And then I crawled out to the tiles to cool down because I felt really dizzy. So I was laying on the tiles. And then all of a sudden I hear this voice, this woman's voice. And I thought the TV must've been on. It took a minute to actually, because I couldn't hear. It was just like a blurry woman's voice and ringing, really loud ringing in my ears. And I thought, okay, what's going on? And then I realized, holy shit, I was on the phone to my life coach. She's gonna think I'm like dead. I better call her and tell her I'm okay. It's been like two hours. She's gonna be worried sick. She's gonna be ringing an ambulance because I've never come back out of this hypnosis. Like I literally thought hours had passed. And then my hearing finally came back and I could hear it was my life coach talking. She was still on the phone, still doing the hypnosis, still talking. And it had only been one or two minutes. What the fuck? That's crazy. So she didn't even realize. No, she didn't even realize because we were doing a voice video, a video call and I was sitting in my chair. Um, and when I must have, cause she's looking down at a script reading this hypnosis to me. So she wasn't looking at me. Anyway, my phone, when I've, I've obviously fell, bumped the table as I fell and then my phone's fallen face like face up so it's staring at the roof like the camera was looking at the roof so she she said later on she's like oh i thought you just knocked over a glass of water or something i heard something but i just kept going because i didn't want you to like, get out of your flow and i was like holy shit like i could have i felt like i might have died and then came back to life i don't know but literally two hours or more like it felt like i was gone and i just remember thinking i've got to contact her and let her know i'm okay because she's going to be so worried and it, literally she didn't even notice she was like still on the phone it was one fucking minute what the so fuck that, that sounds traumatizing as hell to be honest oh <laughs> uh, it wasn't like look i'm not Normally I would be traumatized. I'd be like, whoa, what the hell? But because I'm more awake now, I'm sort of thinking like, I really believe that it was some sort of spiritual out of body experience. I think like I was so relaxed and in such a hypnotized state that my soul left my body for like what felt like two hours because time doesn't exist, remember? So if I was out in the universe doing whatever I was doing for like two hours and then came back to my body and then my body doesn't know the difference my conscious mind doesn't know the difference but my unconscious mind feels like it's been gone for hours you know 
And it probably was because I remember waking up feeling very disoriented and very confused and it felt like I'd been somewhere but I couldn't remember anything. What the hell? That's weird. Why would you go away at all if you can't remember it? Unless it was something your soul had to do like, oh, this bit. I don't know. I don't know. It was really weird. But honestly, and then she called me today because she was so worried. She's like, look, that's never happened before. That's very unusual. She's like, I talked to someone from the college in the hypnosis um course like they said that's an unusual sort of situation and then you know she was worried I might have bumped my head and <laughs> I don't think I did because I don't have any bumps but um yeah it was just such a weird thing and she's like it's never happened to me before I'm like I'm really worried about you and then she's a very spiritual person as well so she was kind of like well you know maybe you had an out-of-body experience or you know um and I said, like, yeah, because when I woke up, I was this ringing in my ears so loud, like, like, that's the sound I used to get when I'd have sleep paralysis, like, a ringing in the ears right before, you know, something attacked me in my <laughs> sleep paralysis state. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so weird to explain, but, and it sounds crazy, I know, people are probably going to ring the men in the white coats to come and get me, but... Yeah, that's what happened. And I really, truly, honestly, in my heart, believe I'm not going to like yesterday on my podcast, I said a joke about like I was half joking. Like, I feel like I might have been abducted by aliens or something because I felt like two hours had passed and no time had passed at all. So, like, you know, people say when you've been abducted by aliens, it feels like all this time's passed. But nothing's happened at all. (laughs) Yeah, but no, I don't think I was abducted by aliens. I was only joking. But. I honestly think like I had some sort of out of body experience, went somewhere else, did something else, don't remember what it was because obviously when I got back to my body, I was in such shock. I woke up with water all over me. Like I thought I had vomited all over myself. That's how sick I felt. And I was thinking, like I vomited on myself and it was just water that had knocked off the table. And the weirdest part was my fucking crystal ball had rolled off the table and landed right at my feet. And it was like, of all the things that could have fallen off the table, my crystal ball's here. With that's me, fucking like, weird. That's that's weird as hell. What the fuck? Yeah. Sorry, I moved away for a moment because I'm stretching. <laughs> that's okay. So yeah, it was just strange sort of experience, and now I'm hearing that ringing in my ears again, which is the moral of this story. And yeah, I just feel very like I feel very like something's happened. Something's been switched on in me, and I feel even more awake than I was yesterday before this experience. Mm. So yeah, that's basically my experience. So that touches on astral travel, I guess, because it felt like an out-of-body experience. Yeah, fuck. I haven't had anything like that while I've been awake. But I'm going to try that one of these days. I think I'd hypnotize and see that I'm not advanced enough. I don't think that. Just make sure you're sitting down in an armchair where you're safe. Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't know. I just woke up on the floor like it was crazy. Um, with no memory at all. Oh, so weird. So weird. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, well, that sounds fun. <laughs> anyway, we might wrap things up now because we're 74 minutes deep and that's a lot longer than I anticipated, but it's been a really good chat. We've covered a lot of topics, so thank you for coming onto the show. You Sam. got it, Kurt. Is there anything else you'd like to finish up? Yeah, with? when you see my niece, Lila Fleur, say, see you later, G. <laughs> Okay, she's in bed and actually she's been in bed since 7.30, which is amazing because she never does that. It's actually 9.45 right now, guys, and 
I'm feeling good because Lila's usually awake until this time. But do you remember but that time tonight? when I came down and, and she was like carrying on because she liked me being around and I went away and she got mm. back up and I put her back to bed and I'm like, all right, no, I didn't know how to leave her because it was awkward because it was like five minutes attending to her. Yeah, and you're like, see you later, And I'm like, G. catch you later, G. <laughs> and I sort of walked away and she's like looking at me all confused. I'm like, what the fuck? And... Yeah, she's just lying in bed sucking her dummy and you're just like walking out with your fingers pointing like, see you later, G. Mm. She's like, okay. See Catch you later, G. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> on, pop it. Anyway, well, no, let's she's, wrap this she's shit good. up for one night, but thanks for having me on your show. Let me break up my radio voice again. I forgot that I changed. There we go. Yes, put on your radio, show everyone your radio voice so that maybe you'll potentially get a job mm. on a radio show. Well, I've got a bottle of orange juice sitting here on my bed and I'm really quite thirsty all of a sudden i was about to drink it but it's been here for like two days and i don't trust it and i just remember thinking to myself Hello. <laughs> that's all <laughs> that's all i got for you G. no do the whole um like the mcdonald's big mac oh, like, I, radio i can't voice. remember what to say G. Come into mcdonald's and get yourself a big Mac. well i could say something like Tonight's podcast was sponsored by Milky Way by Nestle. And I'm feasting on one right now. You can hear me. Yeah, but you're not doing the I'm voice. Saying, this is the voice. And you open the packet. Oh, it doesn't sound as good on radio as it And just sort of like. snap it. <laughs> <laughs> and you sort of snap no, it like this and eat it. And it's so delicious. Like... <laughs> can you hear me? All right, anyway. <laughs> Everyone, have an excellent day, week, month, and year. We love you guys. Thank you for tuning in for our episode. Have a mediocre day. And have a mediocre day. No, just joking. Bye.